Welcome back to The Marketing Podcast, where we discuss marketing science, case studies that reveal successful marketing techniques, and strategic marketing analysis, where we model the data and turn it into financial forecasts so you have predictable revenue. I'm your host, Brandon White, and this is Marketing. Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about net promoter score, and we are on part four of our series where we are going to talk about how to calculate your net promoter score or NPS. First thing you need to do, if you haven't done it already, is send out your questionnaire. If you want to know how to do that quickly and easily, tune in to part three of our NPS series where I explained exactly how you can set that up and do that really quickly. Number two, once you have that and you you do already, download your scores and get them into a spreadsheet. You can get them into Google Sheets. You can get them into an Excel file. If you are an Apple aficionado, you can use numbers. Whatever spreadsheet is your choice, you can use. But get that data in there so that you can get the responses and put it into a formula that can calculate it easily so that you're not doing this by hand. Number three, in the spreadsheet, you want to identify your promoters, your passives, and your detractors. So promoters are anyone that scored you a 10 or a 9. Passives are anyone that scored you an 8 or a 7. And detractors are anyone that scored you a six through zero. Again, these are the three categories that your data gets divided up into. Again, number a 10 or a nine rating is a promoter, an eight or a seven is a passive, and everything below six and under is a detractor. Now, what we want to do is add up all of our responses from promoters, passives, and detractors, and turn them into a percentage. And once we have that, and we have the total number of responses that we've received, we can easily get our NPS score. And to calculate that, it is pretty simple. We subtract the detractors from the promoters, and we get our NPS score. In summary, it's the percentage of your promoters minus the percentage of your detractors, and that's your NPS. Let's go through a quick example to bring this to life. Let's say we have a hundred responses to the questionnaire that we sent out. We have 70 promoters, 10 passives, and 20 detractors. That's 70 plus 10 plus 20 gives us the 100 responses. If we convert those into percentages, we have 70% are promoters, 10% are passives, 20% are detractors, and we take our promoters minus our detractors, that would be 70 minus 20, and that gives us an NPS score of 50. And there you have it, folks. It is that simple. Now, if you want to know what 50 means, go back to part two in our series where I describe 
exactly what all these categories mean. And as importantly, I go through some industry statistics that you can use to compare the industry that you're in against your peers. In part one, I went through why NPS was so important, and you can go back to that if you'd like as well. But the great thing about NPS from a very high level is that it is standardized and it is used across many industries, and people actually publish their NPS scores. So, with that, it allows you to compare yourself to your peers. I also want to say that an NPS score is not a static thing, meaning Yes, in our example for, in this case, the NPS score at this moment for company X here is a 50. But we may want to collect scores all the time. We at the edge collect scores at the end of any seminar, any uh, Q&A, office hours that we have, anything that we do, we're trying to collect data to add to the NPS score. So your NPS score could actually be updated almost daily if, for instance, you're asking people about their experience after they buy from you. You're every day sending out some emails of people who have used your product or services and it's been 30 days since they've used those things. So your NPS score can actually be alive, so to speak, and be changing every day. And you can build a model that could capture this and then calculate it for you. And you'd be able to watch it in real time. I put together a Google Sheets where if you have your data, you can just paste the data, the results into this sheet, and it will calculate your NPS score for you and give you a little graph with your data breakdown. I'll put that in the show notes or description. You can grab that. What you will need to do is you'll need to make a copy of it because I locked it down so that nobody changes the formulas. And then you can take it into your Google Sheets. And if you're an Excel person, you can export it as an Excel. If you're a numbers person, you can export it into Excel and open it in numbers and all the formulas and everything should work just fine. So there you have it, part four, your NPS score. In future episodes, we'll talk about how to improve your NPS score if you are on the lower end or really anywhere in the scale compared to your industry. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe because I don't want you to miss any of our future episodes. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments or email me to my email, which is in the description and show notes. I aim to always get back to everyone. And as importantly, thanks for listening. We'll connect in the next episode. Bye, everyone.